the Burning Man. This is your humble host and forge master, G-Metal. Here to forge a fierce weapon for all of you today. Today's blade will be one of five, all revolving around the idea of comics and the love I have for comics. Let's start the forge! My love for Batman was, was one of the main things that brought me into the idea of loving comics. Batman was such an iconic figure for me on the TV screen from watching the Batman animated series that I just had to get more of him. And when I found out there was a TV, uh, not just a TV show, but comics of stories of him and other superheroes in cooler, more grittier ways, it was just already just there for me to go for. After learning about Batman, I got to learn about other superheroes and villains that I didn't know existed or that I didn't know they were so much cooler than they were in other formats where they were limited because of restrictions and they couldn't just be themselves as a character in that format like comics allow you to do so. Because in comics, they allow you to throw grit hope, terror, any kind of genre into any kind of superhero at any time. And it could vary, and one story could have five or six versions of a trope or a feeling, and you're always constantly at the edge of your seat just trying to be like, go superhero, go. And learning from Batman, then I jumped into other characters that I was just, oh, he is amazing like that's just so metal that you're just yes also the complexities of the stories being told are not just one-dimensional stories they're stories where the heroes has flaws they're good they're bad someone who is also good may see them as bad and it just ranges and just brings in all what the superheroes could be or wouldn't be or shouldn't be. We can learn life lessons just from reading these comics and seeing that everything that that looks good isn't always going to be the good thing. And that any, everything that looks bad doesn't always have to be the bad thing. Every scenario is different and comics illustrate these things perfectly. It's just one of those beautiful things comics can do that uh, something like an animated kids show has trouble with. Another thing that really shows comics' ability to show a story differently is its visual nature. There is no limitation for a character. There is no drawbacks. You don't have to hire a certain voice actor if they walk away or nothing. It's strictly... The idea of the writer, paper, pen, go. You can have your character fly to space. You can have your character bake a cookie. But it is with no limitation. There is no other person other than you who decides what this character can and cannot do. And the story can go on for ages. Comics in general is just such a beautiful art form that it deserves its respect. Let's give the blade some time to cool off. Now that we're letting the blade cool off a bit, before we continue to hammer away at it, I think a good 
a good rest point would be talking about the very first comic that ever really dragged me in. And it was a great comic called Infinite Crisis. It was a major event back in the early 2000s that just was spectacular. So many great characters, so many characters in a different light in that in that story in particularly. Uh, one of the favorite characters of that story was Superboy Prime. He is a evil alternative universe Superman who never matured as an as an adult per se because he was trapped in a void where time didn't really affect him so he was just a raging teenager of hormones with all the developed powers of Superman himself. The whole story itself had him punch dimensions. Guys, that is super metal. Punching dimensions and that's how you make it somewhere? Because you're that strong and you're like this juvenile child? It's I don't I I just have like this great admiration for that kind of like story. Cause it's just you're mad at him for being so powerful and being so dumb at the same time. It's just great. You can't tell him now, because he is Superboy Prime. He's going to wreck you, and you just have to take it. He goes from being the great, a great superhero to some murderous Superman who now wants revenge because everyone dislikes him. Another great point that Infinite Crisis had was he wasn't the only bad Superman in the story. There was another Superman. The Golden Age, the Silver Age Superman, my bad, where he also thought that what was currently happening in the universe before they were, after they were trapped and broke out, that he needed to bring what superheroes really meant. So him and Superboy Prime helped orchestrate such events that led to many superheroes being considered bad, such as Wonder Woman, who and at that point, it's murdered a man. And we didn't know why or, or how she did it. Was it all her? Was it not all her? It was just a, a moment in comic book history where you're like, did Wonder Woman just murder a person? Oh, she's a hero. But slowly but surely, you find out she was partially manipulated. She was angry that uh, another member of the League died at the moment. She got her redemption during this event where she got to be the hero again. This is also the first story where I got to see some really cool Green Lantern action. You got to see a Kryptonian Green Lantern. So pretty much the first time seeing a Superman Green Lantern and he just didn't cut it. He got beat down by Superboy Prime but he put up a good fight. That just proved that even Superboy Prime was just better than even the regular Universe Superman and a Green Lantern Superman as well. It was just such a cool sight to see that someone that powerful was there. Overall, that comic is a great comic. If you ever have a time a day to read it, you should, because it's just a great experience to read it. And that was my first comic ever. Time to grind. As we grind this blade up a little bit, an important factor in the comic books, I think, is showing the worst and best in people 
where one person can see that you relate to either the hero or the villain, but doesn't mean you are the same as maybe the hero or the villain. I'm going to start out with the worst part of things. If we see a villain with all our qualities, with all our positive traits, but his major impact to the world is, in fact, something negative, such as something like Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom is an intellectual character who can literally save mankind with his brains alone. He knows uh, spiritual spiritual uh, beliefs. He knows intellectual beliefs. He knows how to merge both of them together to better mankind in multiple ways. But the concept for Doom is that he's so vain in his pursuit of power and knowledge that no matter how much good he can and cannot do, he just always does something wrong. And it's something weird, but you understand why? He's a bad guy, and you just wish he just didn't take a left turn when he should take a right turn. Being at the worst, comic book villains are sometimes the better lesson of what I really want to believe is the real lesson of a comic book and stories in general. There are so many great characters that teach us this. As Doom, there's another counterpart in DC, Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor is such a counterpart to Doom, but in different ways. He's arrogant, just like Doom is, yes. But his reasoning for being evil is much less that he's vain, that he wants to conquer stuff or be the best, but he feels he's the best already. And he only ever feels that one person on the planet Earth is better than him. And it and is an unfair advantage for him. Superman. He's only bad for that reason. If not, he would have been a good guy all the way through. He would have been able to help mankind. And more often, if he wasn't consistently trying to murder Superman all the time. Like, Superman existing is what makes Lex Luthor evil because of his ego. And nothing screams egotistical like, I'm only bad because you're good. He's the side of one coin. He's the best man on the planet. But he can't live with just being the best man on the planet. He needs to be the best in existence. And I think that's a very unique perspective for someone like Alex Luthor, who wants to be the best man he could be, but is consistently hindering himself because he's trying to compare himself to an essential god in his eyes because Superman can see here better than any human on Earth. I just think that's pretty little for the fact that this man, Lex Luthor, is just trying to compete with Superman and he has to find multiple ways to do it. He has to jump hoops to believe he can and cannot do it, right? Just as Doom does when there's someone more powerful than him, he believes they're weaker because they're not as intellectual. And if someone's as intellectual as he is and he's stronger, he'll talk about his strength. In comics, that's just such a great lesson to learn from something like from villains, because they are the worst of us. But with lessons that we can learn how not to take one idea to the nth degree. Just look at someone like Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze is a guy who wants to protect his wife. She got hurt and sick, 
and he put it in a cryo tube so he could try to save it. The problem is he wasn't rich, and he was just a smart scientist. But if he had money, he could do it. So he started going bank robbery after bank robbery to try to put the money together. And in doing so, he changed his party chemistry. He changed his entire personality to try to resurrect the wife that if she actually came back, he probably wouldn't be the same man she loved. And I don't know if they could be together in that sense. It's a very different vibe at that point. He became something that wasn't the man she fell in love with that most likely they wouldn't be together if she came back out. It's a weird story, but you understand the character and you know it's not going to end well for him. Now let's get to the goodies of the, of the world. The superheroes, the ones who are heroic, the ones who we dream of aspiring to be, and everyone accepts it. You just go out and say Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, Iron Man, Captain America, all of these characters have great qualities and they're the best of us. They're the people who do what we don't. Kind of like what the military is, but in comic book form. Where it's like a one-man army where if the government says they're bad, but you have to find out if they're not bad, and you have to judge on your own merit. Superheroes are just so much of what we can be versus what villains are what we could be. Can and could is a big difference. Can is we aspire to be. Could is if we let one of our emotions get a little too ahead of ourselves, we might just become bad and we won't see it coming. And I think that's such a great dynamic. Because at that point, you're just a balancing act waiting to tip on one side to another. If you're not balancing yourself out, you may just become a villain without ever knowing you did. And I think that shows that we can learn from good and bad people equally. And it doesn't change who we are as people inside of us. We could be the best of the best, but just fall a little short for all of us around us. For everyone around us, I mean. So I think it's such a intriguing idea that good versus evil, because we even have the middle of anti-heroes who are good people who just sometimes make a left versus a right sometimes too. They'll make a moment where it doesn't work out for them and then they have to readjust themselves back to, to the good side. Just enough for them to do what they have to do. They'll get their hands dirty and do what they must. So good, bad, and in the middle Heroes and comics will always show who we can be versus what we could what we could be. Let's fortify the blade a little bit. Let's put some facts to comics now. The comics industry has been around since the 1930s, but an even more intriguing fact is it stems from the 18th century Japan time period. And I think that's a very long history of some some art form that we've considered just for children for a while. If we think about it in America, since the 1930s, we've had comics that long. It's almost been 90 years or so. In 10 years from now, we're going to be like 100 years with comics. 
and it's going to be an amazing time. Comics have been around for so long. They've been around for us to tell our stories to multiple groups of people. To children, to adults, to just anyone who wants to visually look at it at a medium. More so than having to just read words. Visually, comics have been such a great inspiration that it's pretty good. A major moment in the comic industry definitely came around when we started getting the comics code. It was around the time when Joker was getting introduced and he was doing a bunch of Joker things of murdering people left and right. And at that point, people just looked at comics such as Batman and everything else as a childlike thing and showing adult themes in comic books was not a popular thing. Like showing the bad guy winning at any point, that was a no-go. And many other things such as that, showing complex villains and everything, that wasn't meant good for comics at the time because they said children shouldn't be subjected to such complex ideas. And I think that was the downfall of the comics code, but an interesting time because we as people have gone through censorship of all kinds. And for many reasons. And once in any industry that we ever had, we'll always go through censorship because it evolves. It becomes better. It becomes greater. And you could see, literally, after the comics code does collapse, does collapse, we then see that stories get even darker than what they were before when the comics code was put into place. Because people felt tamed like they felt like they were being silenced by some other authority that isn't someone creative comics started becoming something more of a political statement or a PSA for many type of topics uh, one of the more famous story ones for Green Arrow was with Hal Jordan Green Arrow and Green Arrow's sidekick uh, Red Arrow started doing crack during the crack pandemic. And it was just a way of showing how some people who go through it and the struggles of it, and it was in through comics format. Now, we keep on taking topics of other things and throwing into comics, one, to show it in a different light, and two, it brings more attention. So you can talk about politics, you can talk about struggle, you can talk about good things, negative things. It's all there for the comic industry to do it. And I think something really important about comics industry is that we can talk about these things, about the censorship of other people who feel it's not the place for someone to speak on something of that moment there. Because many, many industries suffer from something like this. And sometimes if you just put it somewhere where it's not expected, People might just take a little bit a little bit more thought to it. And if we can get the best of the best ideas put everywhere, then we can definitely put our best foot forward and teach people, not just children, but everyone, how to really solve a problem. Let's bring together the facts and the passion so we can finally see what blade we have now. Comic books have just been such a great Thing 
with the longevity is held since its create its popularity in 1930s with Superman and Batman and just an array of comics coming out just bringing life to this medium it's suffered the one of the first censorships in America and beat it and that's kind of an inspirational thing so we as Americans can see our freedom of speech and press is just as important as everything else. It's a test to many things, and comic books was able to overcome it at an early time. And I think it's a very important uh, industry. We use so many tropes from things that were created in comics, such as the freezer, the stuffed in a freezer trope where you just murder someone off 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 screen. It's just a little reference to the Green Lantern comic. And so much more has come from it. And I think we have movies now, we have TV shows, we have video games, but it all started from the idea of reading a comic book. The creativity of that concept, the moment that Collectively, we can all say we all like this format in one way, shape, or form, and the stories they tell is such a testament to its longevity. Power of the Blade. At the end of the day, comic books have been such a crafty thing in my life because it's shown me good, bad, and in the middle. Its history is such a pronounced history in, the, in America about so many lessons that we've all faced as a country that I think that you just can't live without something like this. It's a national treasure that America has and it's permeated all of culture as we speak today. Comic books have never been more popular than they are today. Heroes from that genre have never been more popular and I believe consistent good writing and effort put into comic books is a necessity that we all don't think we need, but because it's been with us for so long, we haven't really thought a life without it. And once we consider that we don't treat it well, we should consider we should want to bring it back to its glory days. The days where we cared enough that each one mattered. Now that our is completed, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Burning Metal with, again, your humble host and forge master, G-Metal.